Nursing Review podcast is an audio extension of the national nursing publication, Nursing Review, available in print, web, e-newsletter, offering the latest news, trends, interviews and insights in nursing education. Subscribe to Nursing Review today by going to www.nursingreview.com.au and click on the no-obligation four-week trial subscription link. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy our latest Nursing Review podcast. The Queensland University of Technology will be developing implementation tools for prescribing competencies. I'm joined by Professor Lisa Nissen, Head of Clinical Sciences at QUT, who is leading the project. Welcome, Lisa. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, thanks. Lisa, why does the assessment of prescribing skills need to be looked into and why is an implementation toolkit important? Yeah, I think uh, that's a really good question. Um, I mean, prescribing is just something that's generally accepted that uh, people who are doing it have training in. But uh, what we we know is that it's not actually the case. And um, medical prescribers, who are the, the main people who do prescribing now particularly, um, don't actually have any formal training in prescribing. It's just assumed that they take the knowledge that they get about drugs um, and learn on the job, basically, how to apply that to people. And, and what we've learned is that uh, that's not actually uh, the best way for people to uh, minimise the chance of making errors in um, uh, how they use drugs in patients. And so as we've had uh, an emergence of more prescribers coming into the um, health system with nurse practitioners, optometrists, podiatrists, uh, um, midwives, uh, and more recently now we're looking at pilots of other health professionals uh, like pharmacists, physios, and others. Uh, we've got a, a better understanding because of the training that they're starting to receive that actually spending dedicated time on being a good prescriber uh, is actually very beneficial. And because we have national prescribing competencies, using those as a foundation of a training program and looking at the skills needed to apply those uh, is very important. And uh, I think what we, we've seen um, because of the fact that we have medical prescribers in the system is we know what kinds of errors commonly occur uh, in prescribing and how we can uh, use training to minimise those happening. What are some of the most common errors that occur in prescriptions? Yeah, that's a good question. So if we think about prescribing in, in four ways, um, the, the first part of the prescribing process is, is taking a good history. Um, and generally, that's uh, the history that we think about is uh, about medicines and how medicines relate to people's diseases. So it's a, a history related to medication. Uh, so there's particular questions that you need to ask that will allow you to assess whether the medication you're picking is the right one for a person. And one of the big errors that is often made is um, prescribing medications for people who have allergies um, to that medication or a related medication. So that's one of the, the, the big errors that occurs in practice. Uh, we also find that people are prescribed uh, medications that are in, inappropriate for their disease states. So they may have um, a problem with their kidney function and they're prescribed a medication that is going to um, be affected by the fact that their kidneys can't get rid of it from their body. So taking an appropriate history from that patient related to medication use is really important. 
The second part of the process is around um, the clinical decision-making, so picking the right medication for the patient. So if you haven't got the history right, then actually picking the right medication and that knowledge about medications and disease state is really important. So things like uh, anticoagulants and high-risk medications like opioids, we find that there's quite a lot of um, errors around those medications. So it's matching the right drugs to the people and it may be because of drug interactions um, and it might be because drug disease interactions. The other issues that we have is around communication. So the third part in the, the process is around communicating related to prescribing and some of that is actually writing scripts. So not actually being able to put down on a prescription the right information um, and so that means that people that get the prescriptions like pharmacists or nurses in hospitals who are trying to interpret those orders can get them wrong and that could be uh, as simple as not writing down that a medication is a controlled release product or a sustained release product and people getting uh, too much too soon too quickly of a medication when they should have got an extended release medicine so it's actually being very sure that you understand what doses are available of a medicine and communicating that Effectively. And the final part of the process is about review and follow-up and some of that is about um, people's concordance or adherence to their medications and understanding more about people's, um, I guess, patterns of use and behaviour around medications and how people um, do or don't um, tend to take their medications and we know maybe with chronic medications people only take it about half of the time so somebody's coming back to you and their asthma's getting worse that it may not be a case of just increasing the dose of their medication because they may actually not be taking it at all um, so it's actually part of that review process and actually taking responsibility for that prescribing and the review of those medications so the, they're the main four parts and where we see error in the system um, because of probably a lack of understanding of how medicines actually uh, can be affected by the patient, their behaviours and also the communication process related to those medicines. What will you be looking to develop or include within the toolkit? Yeah, so at the moment there are prescribing competencies as I've mentioned that the National Prescribing Service um, was leading the development of a, a number of years ago. Uh, the problem with them is that you know, they, they seem quite overwhelming to um, health groups as they're looking to maybe implement them in their training. And so what we're looking to do is provide an implementation toolkit to go with those that say, look, you know, here's some competencies around taking a, a medication history and a clinical decision making. Here's some tools that will help you to actually implement them in training and some appropriate assessments that you can use um, in a clinical context to uh, ensure that you can appropriately determine whether those um, health practitioners or health uh, students or people in training uh, are actually meeting those competencies. So at the moment um, there's no uh, real guide for people on how to use those competencies in a, a clinical training context and what the best evidence is. So I think from a training point of view we probably understand that assessing everything using MCQs is probably not the best thing to do 
um, and that there's probably better and more effective ways to assess uh, certain types of competencies. And our aim is to give um, people out there who want to um, implement these prescribing competencies into their training more of a guide around what the best evidence is and the most effective way of assessing the competencies. When will the toolkit be available? Uh, the, the, the funding for the project is over two years. So we're hoping that by the end of the of next year, having done consultations with stakeholder groups and the professional groups, um, we should have a, a usable toolkit um, for the professional groups to use. Well, that's all we have time for today. Lisa, thank you. No worries. Thanks very much for your time. Nursing Review Podcast is an audio extension of the national nursing publication, Nursing Review, available in print, web, e-newsletter, offering the latest news, trends, interviews and insights in nursing education. Subscribe to Nursing Review today by going to www.nursingreview.com.au and click on the no-obligation four-week trial subscription link. 